Hello, hello, hello. We have a special guest today. I'm 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 getting I'm getting into it because you know I have a drum roll. Mm. <laughs> Some of you know him as the king of the ghetto youth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some of you know him as, you know, um, Mr. Propaganda, King Kandoro. Um, yes, we've got King Kandoro here on Gelling Skies. I feel like I, you know what, I'm failing to find the words, but King Kandoro, welcome, welcome to Gelling Skies. Thank you, thank you. My favorite title is Maita. That's my, yes. that's my favorite title. How's my Maita doing? It's incredible. Sorry, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm becoming over familiar because I always follow you guys and, and I was watching yeah. football start and you're like, my, my, I was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 that, that's what we call it. I mean, we call, we, we call it a lot of different things. Yes. Uh-huh. We have to actually now reduce all those names because he has to know his name now, but it's Maita, my, my, uh, German, it's, it's a lot of names. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of names yeah yeah but how are you doing how are you doing i'm incredible uh i feel good i feel good thank you for having me very excited Um, to be back on the podcast yes 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 no we we are excited to have you and we've got quite a few things to talk about um before we get going just in case someone is watching or listening to this for the very 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 first time uh, this yeah. is Ellen Sky's podcast with me, Natasha. I know we co-host it with Goli, uh, but Goli is at home at the moment. So we've got King mm. Kandoro. Um, I was about to say standing in, but uh, King Kandoro <laughs> as, 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 as a guest. Um, so uh, if you're checking us out for the first time, we would appreciate you yeah, following us. And we've got 100 plus episodes. Uh, that you guys can listen to uh, and before we get into it just a brief summary of our previous um episode so episode 101 uh where i shared yeah. my twitter swindler story mm. twitter swindler, swindler story where so someone on twitter swindled me out of money in 2018. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. first of all congratulations on 100 episodes uh guys that's amazing 100 episodes is not a joke so congratulations on that well done well done thank you, well done. Yeah. Thank you. Well done. Thank but you. tell me about this twitter twitter similar 2018 what happened no so i so i was reporting with Sena from six weights last week and i say to him yes. that it was at the time um you know guys be fair to me it was at the time where you know Twitter was kind of like, like becoming a thing. Well, for me anyway, I kind of started tweeting more in 2017. And it was when I still thought real things can come from Twitter. You know, that (laughs) I really thought real relationships, like real honest people with integrity. So listen, I was, you know, I thought I was, and I hadn't met this person in the physical realm. But I had faith. I thought wow. you might my, my, wow. like yeah, look 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 at this guy, you know. Wow. He, you know so he, was this a real person? I I think so. <laughs> uh, do do you still have do you still see them on, on Twitter? No, actually I don't. I haven't seen them on Twitter in a long, long time. Um but they oh. used to be they used to do they were a sportscaster. So they used to like commentate on uh like highlanders caps united 
like in Zoom. Um, and so, kind of check out that episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> check out that episode. Uh, and again, shout out to Senna from Sister Waits for joining us. And uh, as always, guys, check out their pods. Um, and then moving over to politics, I briefly wanted to talk about politics um, because last week we talked a little bit about the fallout from the picture that was online with Togozani Kupe, with Welshman Mube and Bebe and all that sort of stuff. Um, but this Sunday, this Sunday, the 20th of February, uh, CCC, the new political party, had their yeah. first rally um, in high yeah. in, in Zim, which was really well attended. There was a sea mm. of yellow. <laughs> and um, I will say I was actually quite impressed because I remember I was talking mm. to my aunt and um, I was showing her some of the footage and she was like, wow, like the, how, when, when did they announce the new part? I was like, I don't I think it's been less than a month. Um, mm. And actually just to see that many people, um, I thought that was quite interesting. I think Nelson Chimisa looked quite energized. Um, yeah. And you know, going by social media, it just seems like there was a lot of of, of energy. Um, but Kanara, I just wanted to ask, like, how hopeful slash excited are you, or are you sort of <laughs> keep? I, I, are you approaching it with caution because you're like, ah, Zoom. I, I I always approach it with caution, mm. but like my 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 thing is. Uh, it's always conflicting for me because there's different ways to look at it. First of all, I look at things as a comedian, then as a Zimbabwean. You know, it's it's always in that it's order. As a comedian lens. You know, as as a comedian thing, it's it's always exciting. You know, because it means there's going to be catastrophe. You know, there's always going there's going to be content that comes from that. You know, it's it it, it means there is something to talk about. There is, you know, as the host of a show, you want to, you always want to have as many alternatives as possible. So this is an exciting alternative. Um, it means there's a chance for them to right the wrongs that they committed in the earlier previous establishment. As a Zimbabwean, you know, I, I am excited. Uh, I am excited for you know, an alternative that can have another go in Zanapier. Because, I mean, nothing remains, there's no constant, I believe, in life. There's nothing that will remain the same, you know? At some point, we don't know what point that will be. Things do change, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm excited. It's, 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 the the new guys look like they are very energized, which is normal for any new establishment. It would be very worrying if they were coming in with a very like a desical approach. But yeah, they seem they, they they you know the the color yellow is exciting, which to be honest, apart from the name and the name, I'm almost like about it. I get it, but I'm also like, but the color. The color, I don't know who came up with that, but that that for me was a stroke of genius because it's something that I haven't seen spoken about, but 
again, maybe it's the comedian me because I immediately saw yellow and I started thinking about Zanu PF because Zanu PF employs national flag colors. And when they are printing t-shirts, primarily the t-shirts are either yellow or green. Doing CCC using yellow, it means Zanu PF can never use yellow again. Yeah. But at this, but at the same time, it means that there is an opportunity for, for like Zanopia, if they do yellow, it can't, they can't give, <laughs> they can't even give the room to say it all. A sea of yellow, they can't do that anymore. Yeah. So yeah. it's trying to see, you know, I would I, I would love for it to have been a conscious thought to say, let's because ZANU-PF has been the one that has been removing options all this while. So to see them flip the script and say, okay, we're going to take away the color yellow. Mm. You know, I don't know whether that was a conscious thought, but when I saw it, I was like, ooh, that's, I like that. So, and, 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 and now to kind of reclaim, because red, for lack of a better term, is a very violent color. Uh-huh. You know, it, it, it comes with so many connotations, even even far removed from political. You know how when we were growing up, uh, we used to get told, things like silly things like that. It just comes with a lot of connotations that are, yellow is very friendly, it's bright, it's happy. You know, I'll, you know, shout out to Fadza Mahir. I don't know how much of a hand she had in that, but I would love to think, you know, that those are the kind of things that happen when you put incredible, people together and it's exciting yeah but 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 she she obviously did have a hand because they, yeah. the, the the yellow campaign is what you yeah. know it was her tag when she was running for yeah. mp as an independent in mount pleasant yeah i literally feel like well i don't feel like it, it, <laughs> it, it, it it's been supported there's evidence that yeah. It's been a copy and paste job almost. Mm. So, and and uh, I'm not going to mention this person because yeah, you know, as as an avid Sata in the morning <laughs> listener. I, I, no, use. I, I, I know the person. I know the person that you want to say. But again, let me let me let me let me before you say his name. It's okay to say his name. I don't. I personally don't have beef with the guy we have ideological differences of how, like he's not on the same level. It's, I'm cool. Like if I was to meet him, I would like to think, because his wife is one of like, she will send me a message like, yo man, this is dope, right? Objectively speaking, yeah. I don't have, like we don't have each other blocked on social media. I, I don't have, like if I, from time to time, he will say something that I'll be like, oh, that's dope. But more often than not, he will say something that I disagree with. But objectively, it's just, there are people that I genuinely physically dislike, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm, 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 I'm cool with him. <laughs> yes, but, but you guys used to rip him. <laughs> well, I would like to think we're objective, but I would, I would like, but you know, it's, it's objectivity is subjective, you know, it's very, it's a, it's a very subjective matter. Exactly. But yeah. So, so you, so I, I mean, I can see the hand of that team. Um, and now yeah. I, I was always a fan of what they did with with the yellow campaign and and everything. And and you know, uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm a biased party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with my, um, 
but no, so I, I thought that was interesting. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but then just another point, some, someone, you know, um, hit me up after our episode last week, because we were talking about the whole people being upset about seeing Welshman move with Togazani Kupe and Bebe and that whole sort of thing, right? That, 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 that was happening. And um, I'd highlighted some tweets that I had seen where people were like, oh, you know, at the very least leadership should explain what it is that they're doing because people feel like, you know, Togozani Kupe has done, has, has not helped. However, someone made a, a, a point that I thought was quite helpful. I'll see if I can bring it up, but and I'll try and remember it. But the point that they were saying was, well, actually, you know, if you are going to get real change, you do need the opposition sort of having different stars, as it were. So, <laughs> so in the yeah. sense that they were saying, even regionally speaking, yeah. right, people like Welshman Mube maybe recognize some of the structures mm. that Tongozani Kupe has. Obviously, there's a question around motive <laughs> intent yeah. But I think the point that they were saying was, if you look at the history of MDC, of opposition, a lot of it started in Matebeleland. Like, you wouldn't talk about um, MDC without talking about Gibson Spanda um, mm-hmm. and a lot of people who, who it really started there. But obviously, because they recognized that they wouldn't have the national appeal, right? Yeah. That's why... It, it 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 had to sort of go to Harare as it were, but actually, if M well, if this new CCC sort mm. of allowed these people in Matebele land to kind of sort of come together, yeah, and sort of um, what do you put put a bandage on the on on the bleeding. Um, in, in because I think what's happened in that region, there's a lot of apathy and there's yeah. a lot of, and I think MTC Alliance or whatever, their approach, their metabolic uh, strategy has just been horrible. Actually, ZANU-PF has been better in Matebeleland in, in terms of the candidates that they filled, in terms of local awareness. Yeah. Um, and actually, if yeah, it, it just kind of gave me pause to be like, okay, don't, don't just look at the Tozani Kupe and just and 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 think because she actually does have structures. Um, and if there's a way that it can help CCC, then actually, that's not bad. So, It's 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 a complicated it's a complicated position to be in, mm. but but there is no doubt in my mind, absolutely none whatsoever, that anyone who is serious about winning elections on any level cannot involve Tokozaniku. Mm. Let me explain why. It's not a Tokozaniku thing. Mm. It's not. I'm using Tokozaniku. As, as 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 the name that comes up in my mind when it comes to political flip-flopping. Yeah. Currently. Yeah. Right. So it's 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 Togozani Kupe, it's 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 
it's Linda Masarira, it's your promise, there's, you know, I'm forgetting his name, but I, can't, I don't want to say the wrong name, but yeah, there's someone other things, but I don't want to say the wrong name as well. Yeah, I don't want the wrong name. I think his surname is Mkwananzi, but I don't know. Yeah, that's who I thought. I, you know, there's, 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 um, there, there's a gang of people that have infiltrated the national dialogue, but offer nothing. And when I say offer nothing, what I mean is it's it almost they almost serve as a distraction, right? I think you remember previously when I was saying when I was saying mistakes that had been made. Mm. With the CC, it's an opportunity to... The terrible thing about the CCC is that they've had to start with the current structures that they previously had mm -hmm. in, in the MDC setup, which means that your BTs are coming as deputy vice president. There's three setups. There's, you know, it's, it would have been dope I mean, they don't have this opportunity to do this because time is against their side. They don't have the funds. They don't have, but it would have been dope to have an opportunity to have a very lean team, probably 10 executive members where it's just president, deputy president, uh, secretary general, what, until thing, these things are resolved at the, at the, at the Congress or something. Mm. What I, what I, what I don't appreciate about what our politicians have done and I, i've spoken about i've spoken about this when i do stand up what i don't appreciate is i don't know what madame cooper stands for like i know she has been a huge part of our democracy project since morgan Trump, but i don't know what she stands for same case as so many other people that are in the mdc we have career politicians who in the best interest of the country, if you genuinely, which is a very idealistic thing to say, I recognize it. But I would, the reason why I feel like when you, you were saying uh, just now, Matebeleland, they've been marginalized. And the worry, like when I, when I think about it is, Let's have a situation whereby we don't try to create allegiances based on, oh, Kupe has structures or whatever. Because I promise you, Kupe, Mube, young people don't care about that. Like the people that could have potentially voted for those people either in Harare or Blawayo, they, those are not the kind of people that you, you're not going to put Madame Kupe and, and, and Nube on and get young people excited. Because the people that were, they were meant to serve in 2005, they didn't serve. They're not excited about those. It's the same thing as Tendaibiti. You know, he, I mean, we like that he's the boss and what, but really the people of Harare is still like this guy. We haven't, we haven't seen this guy. You know, it's things like that that I would I would very much want a situation where our politics move into a move into a merit-based candidacy system where candidates flog it out, not a situation where we put people by default. Where right now, if 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 Madame Cooper was to be admitted into the CCC, right, mm -hmm. it means 
it means by default she is the running MP of whatever candidate that she that she isn't it. Mm-hmm. That means we are denying a 25 to 35 year old candidate who is exciting, who is vibrant. Have you heard Ostalo speak? <laughs> yes, I have. Ostalo speaks like he wants to fight someone, <laughs> but. <laughs> But that's that's how exciting he is. That's how passionate he is. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, you know, I don't think he's he's violent. But that's that's the kind of fire that that he wants. You don't want somebody. The last video that I saw of Madame Coupe is this bit the point. I'm like, what the like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, what 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 is this? <laughs> that that was, a, but but actually, the bit the points thing is the one thing I will give. Um, I, I will give Tawazani Coupe. Well. To be honest, the one thing I I remember that where she mobilized people and yeah. um, but but I take on board what you said. I think I think Ex- what I would say. Explain to me the bit the ports thing. What what oh, is I, was, I didn't get it. Maybe it was, it's the video that I watched out of context. No, it it it, it was um it was basically about GBV and then also mm-hmm. about unemployment. Um, mm-hmm. and it, it would I think it was twenty it was about twenty sixteen. I think it was. The time of this flag and everything, and basically the I think the women marched from wherever to wherever, but it was just basically a protest that you know there's no jobs and the burden mm-hmm. on women and the like. I think the the only thing that I would say with the whole CCC structures and whatever, and and I take on board what you said about um, the excitement and all that, but I I think just just when I was saying with Matipan, and this is just me as an observer, is mm. is that where they've gone horribly wrong and where they've put people off is mm. because they've fielded candidates that are not local to places, right? Yeah. And because people have been so um, so focused on removing ZANU-PF, right? People just mm. vote MDC, you yeah. know, because it's... So will you vote MDC top down everything but then people are now rising up and turning around and saying this councillor isn't from here doesn't know anything about here whereas with ZANU-PF they have the skill of you know going to the headmaster who's been a headmaster for 15 years at a local school and then people turn around and be like okay ZANU-PF but we know this man we trust this man. Oh, this man has a tuck shop. What? So they are very in tune with local politics, whereas MDC hasn't been. And some people have received that as being arrogant. And what, what makes it even more complex is I think Tozani Kupe was also even fighting that within. So if you see even the candidates under MDCT in those marginalized regions, they're almost mirroring that ZANU-PF local person where CCC hadn't. And literally, if they continue that way, they're just going to continue with people being apathetic and people sort of saying, well, no, we're no longer going to just vote for you, for your, because if if a councillor and MP comes into a region, because corruption is ripe in them, right? Even if they are CCC, MDC, they're still going to, you know, give a contract or make it easier for someone they went to school with. Then people yeah. will turn around and be like, 
you're not giving local people what opportunities. So then it becomes tribal in its nature. It, it's quite a complex thing, but yeah. people actually need to learn from Zanipir because that's what Zanipir, because if we look at the figures, I think Zenzele shared it on Twitter the other time that in 2000, and, in 2000 like literally mm. MPC won 21 out of 23 constituencies in Matebele land. Mm. 2018, it was 49.5%. Like it, it keeps going down yeah. because people are just like, well, no, we're not going to support CCC, MTC. So I just think that would be just my, if, if, if those people are listening would just be, you know, politics is local to some extent. Yeah. Um, but, 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 but I think it's a moving picture. It's a moving picture. I think they need to, they need to do that. They need to do that everywhere. You yeah. need to do, it's 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 obviously complicated because you know you you have to politic at some point and place mm-hmm. your best foot forward but you know it, it, they 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 do i think the ccc has an opportunity to uh first with this by-election to kind of stamp their entrance but throughout the year to kind of figure things out in terms of like just figuring out their candidates. I hope they stick to their word where there's, you know, they're speaking of citizen consensus and things like that. It's it's exciting, but it's one thing to say something, you know, um, it's another, it's another to, 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 to do, mm-hmm. uh, to go the other way. So, it's definitely going to be an exciting year politi- uh, poli- politically I-, I-, I think we're in for a ride because ZANU-PF is definitely not going to take this line down uh, I'm interested to see and and like you're saying with, with ZANU-PF I've always argued this I think I had I remember having a heated conversation on an episode of Saturday in the morning that never saw the light of day uh, when I was I was arguing the the major difference with ZANU PF and MDC then is that ZANU PF, for all its faults, has an ideology, and that's the reason why they have managed to to, to survive. And their ideology is like with ZANU PF, they, I mean they they almost flip flop. It's not clear, but you know, earlier days, you know, they were leaning on heavily Marxist. You know, they they. They almost there's there's you can check their identity to say okay whatever China is trying to do that's what we're trying to do you know whatever these people are trying to do they have always argued the whole pan Africanism thing they have always argued for oh let's give people land and MDC's identity for has been let's remove Zanopia and you can't you can't go on that because now when people that's the biggest thing that people used to discredit you. Mm. Because these old people that went to war will sit you down and be like, so what is your MDC saying? And you can't really, you know, the same way I know they have these documents, these smart documents, these hope documents, but beyond, you know, cool sounding acronyms, you need to come down to, you need to come down with policies that can be reduced in something that people can quote. It's the same way that 
like right now, somebody who doesn't understand politics or is far removed from politics will tell you, no, ZANU-PF is saying Zimbabwe will never be a colony again. What is the, you know, as corny as it sounds, that is something that somebody can run again because they'll go and argue like, no, if you vote for CCC or Chamisa, he's trying to make you a colony. But then if you interrogate that, that statement, right? What has China done to Zim in the past 10 years? Have they not basically made Zimbabwe a colony? Yeah. You know, all these investments, all these monies that have like, you know, so so it's 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 now we need our politics to argue on an idea base where if somebody from CCC's marketing or communications were dismantling these these things, it can't just be we need new leaders. SANUPF must go. We can't, it can't just be that. Mm. It can't. It needs to be okay. Zimbabwe will never be calling. Okay, what about this? Or we've given people land. Okay, what about this? You mm. know, it, it, looking dismantling those things and moving away from that to even say, yo, okay, this is what we would do. MDC has never sufficiently and adequately explained the land issue. If you ask them, they'll tell you like, no, we don't want to reverse land. Okay, then say it loudly. Mm -hmm. Explain what you want to fix. Because you guys have spoken about, uh, okay, we understand that LGBTQ rights is a hot button issue and cannot be, uh, which, which, given the opportunity, uh, uh, it's almost, it almost feels unfair, right? For, for, for the CCC to have, to be the people that be at the brand of, of that. Because the realities of the Zimbabwean realities, we are well aware of the issues that come. Even in first world countries, Democrats and Republicans struggle to answer those questions, right? These are established economies where that answer will not cause anything, any ripples in the in the negligent. But it's still not an excuse for the CCC to not explain that. Where do you guys stand with LGBTQI rights? Mm. What will you do differently? How are you going to protect? They shouldn't stay away from it like it's a question that's going to derail their campaign. Because yeah. it's not. It's yeah. honestly, it's honestly not. Give these people an answer that will allay their fears and excite them in a way that leads them to the water boat. So there's certain things that they've kind of tried to maneuver their way out of. Apart from, you know, trying to say ZANU-PF must go, I think let's get into the cracks of, okay, guys, apart from us being a yellow wallet, this is our president, this is what, you know, uh, this is this is this is what he stands for. Uh, this is what we're going to do. Uh, another thing that they have, it's so weird how, it's so weird how all the thing that ZANU-PF seemingly gets away with. MDC, they've they've become these tripping points for 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 the MDC slash. Let's just call it the opposition. Yeah. Because yeah. because you know, like in Zanu PF, no one bets an eyelid when somebody is inseminated from nowhere and just placed in a position. No one bets an eyelid. No one will ask like, oh, where did this person come from? But there was an issue with Fazemaire's disappointment. Uh, oh, what has she done to deserve this? And you're like, man, you're just misogynistic. <laughs> you know, 
like like are you telling me you don't understand why Fazemaer has been appointed yeah the spokesperson like come on don't be dumb but it's it's those kind of things where at the same time they need to explain their thinking when it comes to these things yeah you know they need to explain okay we are putting BTS vice president why Mm-hmm. you know because at this point it just seems like you're just giving him a post so that he doesn't make noise mm-hmm. okay what's the situation with the secretary general where are you guys you know things like that i would i i want that for them i want them to give us new politics politics that excite us and actually and actually and actually move people away from this oh i'm on the fence blah 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 yeah but i mean on the other hand if you are on the fence i don't know what kind what type of zimbabwe you are in but yeah oh I I, i i i honestly i on i honestly i honestly don't because politics is one of those things not where i think the moment you recognize something is wrong you don't need anybody coming to you i mean it's a bonus for somebody to come and tell you that oh this is these are my politics but you know what the issues yeah. are yeah you know it's a bonus to have somebody who will come and convince you to say oh this is what i'm it's a bonus but you know the things that are keeping you up at night the things that are waking you up early no one needs to tell you that and right. if you're fine if you're fine with it then you're fine with it if you're not fine with it do something about it exactly exactly <laughs> I th- I think on the um th- there's an analogy that I I used to make a long time mm. ago about Zim. Listen, I I understand the reservations people have and the concerns that people have, but I've always said that in Zim our democracy is not at a developed stage yeah. where we can say we have four political parties, you know, yeah. we have the <laughs> we have the 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 the, the you know the pleasure of just picking and for me it's kind of like almost being in prison right and then you're in prison yeah. but then you're complaining that they're not giving you ice cream in prison yeah yeah, yeah. it doesn't come with prison <laughs> let's let's get out of prison first <laughs> yeah Like, yeah. Like let's get out of prison first. Why are we in prison complaining yeah. that yeah. they haven't yeah. no we don't have ice cream because in Sweden yeah. that's what they give their prisoners. You know, uh, but at the same time I will say I think with with CCC MTC it's because this whole ideological thing uh, there's a lot of mirroring the west which doesn't really is not relevant to them. So it's actually a- progressives but it's 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 actually a con it's actually it's the one thing that has been used to delegitimize their political identity which mm. your puppets they just call you puppets because you haven't been able to develop your own identity to be freestanding look at how you know i mean look at how and the thing with the political identity is that it's really not that difficult to decide what kind of but i guess when you yourselves when you yourselves are like with with the mdc they had one leader for a long time so most of their identity and ideas rested in one man and we saw what's wrong with that right but take a look at south africa right look at the eff look at what they're doing 
-hmm. little by little they're carving a way for themselves with each passing week there's just as much to say let's give eff a chance as there is to say eh, can't trust these guys mm. which is which which are mistakes that young parties will will make but it's about staying in the conversation and controlling as much of the narrative as you can mm -hmm. right because these people are fighting against political juggernauts in the form of the ANC. Mm. The same with ZANU-PF. Their identity is liberation politics. You can't fight against that. Yeah. You can't because sentimentally, you, you just can't. There is no convincing some go-go from wherever she is that you can't. Yeah. They, you These people were, you know, they they took us from ian smith to there's no that level of nostalgia is you know at this point you can only pray for more zano pf mess ups right mm. but what i'm saying is build on those moments like the the rally yeah. where at this point now right it's the rally happened yesterday today social media should have been a buzz with snippets of chamisa's speech right clippings put those everywhere because social media is with you public sentiment is with you take that to your advantage why do i see more gofundme links than speeches to what you guys are saying why why is that why why is social media populated with links of you guys asking for money I mean, that in this political climate, it's normal because where else will you get the money? We understand that. But I want to see the messaging populate. Let me see messaging. You know how the EFF, they don't miss a chance to put out a press statement. Mm -hmm. They don't. Somebody farts in parliament, there's a press <laughs> statement on it. <laughs> there's a press statement on it. Yeah. That's the kind of messages. Be on bit, you know, be on bit. Right now, did you see the screenshots of um did you see the screenshots of ZBC where it says Chamisa promises violence? Yep. Co combat that because because ZBC was transmitted to no less than two million homes mm. last night. Mm. So those are two million homes that potentially were not at the rally that have seen, you know, that have seen oh, okay. You're not going to have that same kind of reach, but correct the narrative what was actually said that these people are linking to violence and whatever so I, I i want to see i want to see the energies transferred and put into yeah i completely agree i want to see the same thing i've found i have not seen a clip to chamisa's speech i've seen when he was singing about yellow and jump, I and mean, jumping i haven't seen the actual speech you know, like you're saying, be on beat, have the yeah. speech, um, you know, uh, put captions. Yeah. Go viral on WhatsApp. Have somebody doing sign language on exactly. the speech. Exactly. Have it go on WhatsApp. I mean, <laughs> in, in Zim, if, if if there's a sex tape or something, it doesn't take 80 I mean, for the whole country to see it. And, and 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 more importantly with these speeches never let chamisa go off script <laughs> i mean we i mean we 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 know he's charismatic mm -hmm. 
We know he's a brilliant speaker. There is no reason anyone should leave that to chance. Mm. Right? Let's channel that energy. Let's bottle it up. If it means practice, if it means having a teleprompter, because what they realize now is that the pressure that they had with the MDC, it's doubled now. Because yeah. people don't realize this, right? Like, Late last year, the most frustrating question that I saw and that would also frustrate me was the whole Chanisa doesn't have a plan thing. Because apart from the actual plan that they had, I think it's just a, I think it's just a ridiculous question to ask. Mm -hmm. uh, just why? Why? Nat, the context of that question is, is being asked is, what do you mean? Like, like by that I'm saying, you who's asking, does Shamisa have a plan? What do you mean? Like, what kind of plan do you want to see? In the context of, of what has happened, ZANU-PF has managed to take away this man's political party's fund. That's a million something dollars. They've taken that. They've managed to take away the party headquarters. They're in the process of taking away the name. They're in the middle of it's 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 the same as it's the same as witnessing an accident mm. right it's the same as witnessing a head-on accident where somebody survives and then you are asking that person like okay so what are we going to do <laughs> like it's 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 an unfair question because there's nothing these people are going to say that is going to be satisfactory to what you want to hear mm. it's unfair on that level and two it's dishonest Mm. It's very intellectually dishonest because none of us have a plan because we haven't seen this kind of political animal before. Uh -huh. We haven't seen this political animal. Robert Mugabe was a let's beat them and go home guy. Yeah. Right? Where, where had we seen this kind of lawfare happening? Where had we seen MDC and all its facets dismantled in the way they were dismantled from the constitutional court, right? Right up until we had never people 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 were so used to political leaders being arrested and beaten up. I mean, there was still that, but like to be dismantled in that way, where you everything you're trying is failing and you're still losing money on top of that. Like you owe people money that are going to these courts on your behalf. Yeah. Right. To ask someone or like what kind of plan is, is very dishonest. It's not a realistic question. But even factoring that in mind, there is no way these guys don't have things that they are thinking. Uh. As we now realize. Because clearly this CC thing cannot be thing, something that they thought of last month. Yep. It cannot be because if you realize CCC was a name that was said from 2018, Wait. but back then it it was still Chamisa Chetachet. Do you think that they engineered that because they got it in the psyche? Chamisa yes. So exactly. So that, no, that's exactly what happened. Where it's an, CCC ends up being an easy sell because. It's already in the public domain. Yeah. So which which is why I was saying initially it ends up, it's almost a con because 
you don't want your party to have the chamisa chete chete connotation because that's not democracy like you don't it's a con but for the purposes of winning elections right it's a good thing yeah it's, it's a good thing them not announcing you start seeing certain things so and if you notice there's no one asking if 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 the mdc still has a plan if the ccc has a plan but the worrying thing is that they haven't shared their plan so were your questions genuine questions or were those questions that we asked because we want to sound smart? You can, see- Can I can I answer? Yeah. No, no, I, I, I'm with you, but I think yeah. those were questions just born from frustration. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Let's recognize that we are frustrated. Yeah. Because, because there's, there's, there's nothing, I, I, I want for us as a people to be honest enough to recognize and admit, because it's like it's like in a family, right? It's like in a family, you as a family, especially big families, you don't go anywhere if there's a lot of passive aggressiveness. You're going to be sabotaging each other. There's going to be somebody who comes up with an idea. They're going to tell you it's dumb. Let's admit like, okay, guys, when we were doing that, that was born out of frustration. We were not genuine, but we see because if we are all interested, I would love to believe every citizen of Zimbabwe is interested in the democracy project. But we need to recognize that, okay, uh, we are frustrated right now, we are angry. Nothing is going to come out of this anger. Let's take a step back. It's the same thing that I would say with Madam Kupe. She's been through a lot. Um. And it's almost what she's doing is almost like imagine if Cooper resigned when she didn't get the uh, the MDC president's name. Like just say like, yo, uh, Trangirai didn't respect me enough. Um, you know, there's obviously questions of sexism when he appointed when he did this. Uh, now you guys also don't respect me enough. Let me collect my things. Let me go home. I'm interested in the democracy project, but I recognize that you guys don't want me to have my place in here. It sounds terrible for me to be suggesting that for 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 for, for her alone. But again, I'm using her name because she's the when it comes to people that I'm frustrated with politically, she easily comes up to my. But her Nube, all these because for lack of a not for lack of it. These are people that offer, I would, I mean, I might be oversimplifying things, but there's a lot of people that offer nothing in there. It's like Doug Coulter, what do you offer? Doug is, is, is a lawyer. No, 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 no. His father, David. Oh, David. Right. David. <laughs> David, David. I was like, Doug. Just oh my goodness. I love, I'm, I'm sorry, Doug. I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm sorry, Doug. But it's, you know, it's it's like with David. At this point, these are, you know, those, you know, you know, the alumni, the MDC alumni, mm -hmm. you know, like the, the, the family, be there where if we are interested in the democracy project, which if we have good intentions, good, healthy, non-self-serving interests, 
commit your energy to amplifying and channeling the new because we honestly can't still be the the people that were in that were part, part of the first mgc split in 2005 you're telling me they're still vying for for positions in these new political dispute are you are you are you like come on come on like it's, come on it's, it's it's mirroring um come on but appear but exactly but but, but I mean, Washman Mube had had some interesting things to say on Trevor Mube's uh, interview. I think he's 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 quite a, a sharp guy. Um, All of them, and imagine how incredible that energy was being put to mold a younger, energetic Washman Mube, mm. a younger, energetic Tokozani Kupe, a younger. You know, imagine finding. Imagine finding your Fazai Maheres, your Ostalos, your Tererai, like finding those in the grassroots, find plucking them from, you know, Gulube, from Luveve, from Mabuku, finding that new vibrant, that people that are coming from that know, okay, we don't have water in Mabuku. I know this because I didn't have water this morning. Mm. Right? Right? yeah people 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 that know like for no matter these people have not been successful politically but they are very successful in their personal lives uh. right they don't relate to the common problems that we have these are people that drive in the latest toyota hiluxes and they don't know what a portal is because they can just speed past it <laughs> so yeah no I, I, I am enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. And uh, which leads me to ask, when is propaganda coming back? Oh, the people want to know. It's it's coming back soon. It's coming back soon. We are working on, uh, we're just trying to map the season now. Uh, me and the guys are currently doing research on what we want to focus on in the, se- or, you know, in the season. We'll hopefully do 10 episodes, but I'm very excited. Uh, it's looking like there's going to be a lot more, you know, election-focused conversations because just recognizing that, like when we, the conversation that we have in Zimbabwe as Zimbabweans about elections are very simplistic. You know, we oversimplify things um, to to people just saying, Oh, Zanubi have no riga. Oh, Zanubi have riga. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I mean, we 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 talked about this in the in the previous season where we did an episode on elections and tried to, but even after that, we realized like, oh man, even in this episode, there's so many things that need to be dismantled. So talking about issues like we throw around words like voter apathy. Ooh, Zimbabwe has a problem. Like, what is? I mean, it's it's. Is it is it really voter apathy if somebody can't afford to go to the voting station? Mm-hmm. Is it is it is it really voter apathy? If, if, if not just affording like getting the combi, but they can't afford physically because they are hungry, they just don't have the energy of like. It's not possible to tell this person who has a vending store to suspend their operations for this day so that they can stand. You know, is it really water? So it's it's those things that we that we oversimplify and they end up more often than not coming off as offensive to the people that are part of these 
you know, these realities where there is an issue where young people are just not interested. But what are those percentages, right? What are those percentages versus people that would want to, but the information just doesn't reach them? Because just look at being on Twitter is a privilege. And then being able to be on Twitter consistently where you are posting. We are, we, are, we are trying to shape the season to talk about, to try to do a deep dive on, you know, issues of, you know, food aid. Where does that play? You know, we're probably going to talk a little about, like, just the concept of, of naming, like, you know, naming political parties, you know, the, 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 because if, if just the thought that, why did it take so long for, Chamisa to dump the MDC name. And then you start thinking about it's the same reason why Fazemaire probably lost the, mm -hmm. the, the, Mount the, the Mount Pleasant uh, MP election because that it's a, it's a brand. Mm. You know? so, so when you are now cognizant of the fact that MDC was a brand, it's a political, it was a political juggernaut. What does that mean for the CCC? Because we're talking about familiarity on the ballot paper. Yeah. Right? I remember somebody saying to me at the time, I was very distracted. And I think about this very, very often. Uh, I remember somebody saying to me when the CCC was announced and they were saying like, man, Zimbabwean politics is ridiculous. Why, is, uh, why does the CCC uh, logo have Chamisa's face on it? I was like, I was like, bro, what, 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 what is this enough? Like, I didn't think about it at the time yeah. because I was very distracted. But the thing with these kind of questions, they kind of stay in my head. And then when I got home, I was like, man, that was, I should have. It's it's those kind of things where this is not fashion and fabrics. You know, you 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 have to have because people in Kitsia Tota or Zimbabwe are not going to know about CCCC on the same level as me and you on Twitter know about it. Yeah. But when it has the face of this man, it's going to, oh, okay. Yeah. And when you think about it now, even, it's not even deeper, but alphabetically, CCC comes first. Mm. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. It, it comes way before MDC. It comes before, so even if they were trying to trick you, trying to, you are now, you now have top billing. On the ballot paper, your name comes first. So these are the kind of things where you're like, okay, this, the guys are making good moves, but is between now and 2023 enough time to get the MDC brand on par with the pre? So those are some of the things that we're going to be kind of like just trying to dismantle. And obviously, you know, um, you know, other issues, you know, other issues like election financing, uh, talking about education, particularly in the pandemic era, what what that's been looking like. It's been a sorry state. Uh, the state of mining, possibly, you know, there's issues there. De-dollarization. Are we really de-dollarized? Are we, where, where are we going? Because passports are being paid for fully in US dollars. Mm -hmm. You know, but on the same, you know, teachers are still getting, nurses are still getting their salaries and, you know, so 
it's it's a very exciting season. I do hope we get an opportunity to put out our thoughts in a way because the thing with propaganda it's all about trying to start conversations in a in a in a in a way that is healthy and conducive to have conversations. Yeah, no, I am looking forward to it and I'm looking forward to seeing someone appear on propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So before we were talking about, you know, like how politicians will say, uh, will focus on, you know, things that aren't really not important, but but things that aren't bread and butter. So yeah. I was listening, I was watching the prodigal son yeah. uh, for the second time this weekend. So ah, this time around, I was actually watching it with, with my aunt. Um, and you say something where you're like, you know, like politicians would be like, you deserve better health care. <laughs> you yeah, deserve yeah. better roads. And yeah. you're like, uh, we know. <laughs> Show us yeah. how. So yeah. I think first of all, I wanted to talk. Uh, I'm so excited about this this segment. Yeah. I hope I contain my excitement. <laughs> why I wanted to have you here. Yeah. Um, so you guys will know King Kandoro. Um, he had his, his very latest stand-up, uh, The mm. Prodigal Son, uh, yeah. which you did live in Harare last year. I know you did like a Bulayo version. Yes, yes. But then the yeah. one that was filmed was was in Harare. And yeah. I'm correct in saying it's your second because the first one was Conspiracy Theories, right? Yes, yes, and then yes, this, yes. This, this, this was your second. And... Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not just saying this. I really enjoyed yeah. it. You know, I'll Thank always you. tell you stuff. I'll always <laughs> yeah. Thank so you. I really enjoyed it. And what I loved about The Prodigal Son is just you can literally see the growth. My mm. type of comedy, stand-up com- co- comedy that I like is your Trevor Noah, your Chris mm. Rock. You know, yeah. people that say something, you laugh. But then people that say something, you're like, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like Chris Rock, you you remember that he says there's a difference between being an N-word and a black person. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's certain things that he says that you'll remember. Yeah. Um yeah. So I'm a fan of Cole Mooney. I don't know if you're familiar with Cole Mooney. I mean, if you're a fan of Dave Chappelle, yeah, you know, you know from Cole yeah. Mooney is yeah. my he is offensively brilliant, resting yeah. Cole Mooney. Um, so that's my type of politics that makes you think, and more recently, Dave Chappelle. So like with yeah. Dave Chappelle, when he started out, I was yeah. okay with him. But then yeah. now the Dave Chappelle yeah. that makes you think yeah. and he, he, he weaves a story. And that's what I saw from the prodigal son, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. personally, just how you Thank started, you. um, you. and just the, 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 the whole, no, I, I absolutely loved it. I loved the themes and the fact that you're not, I mean, you've always not been afraid to talk about uh, politics, <laughs> but I think just the way that you, that, 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 that you did it. Um, mm. What I wanted to ask from you was just, I know there's some people who are watching who, you know, are big fans and watch the prodigal son. Um, what was that process like? Like wh- when did the idea come about that okay this is what i'm going to do considering that we're in a pandemic and you know things were you know not not clear but so when did you have the idea and how long did it take for that to materialize i'm interested in the process of making the protocol 
to be honest, I don't know when I I know when I decided to do the show, but so the thing with the thing with the pandemic, right, is that it gave us a very unprecedented time with our thoughts and feelings and like you know you you you, you we were devoid of any kind of like so you i spent a lot of time with you know you know it was just me and my wife at the time and i was in a foreign land so you're having all this it's it was a very unique experience to be in you know gave me time to kind of like just go through you know kind of like retrospect oh this is what i've done it was an opportunity to to look back and then my son came along that shifted dynamics so the prodigal son ended up you know it it definitely i think this the thought had already been there because i would want to do something like that and but suddenly when i knew for certain that i was going to zim like as soon as we logged in those travel plans i was like okay now that i know but it it also wasn't a, there wasn't a pressure within me to because throughout the pandemic whenever i had a funny thought i would write it down whenever i had, so these things would come to me very sporadically like my wife would say something and i'd say like you know the things that i say she said to me she actually did say like not and that's been the fortunate thing about me stand up wise i've had so far I've had the fortune of never having to come up with a joke. And what I mean by that is with comedians and I, sometimes you can tell as an audience like okay this is this is this is a joke that's been somebody has come up with that like when somebody's talking about you know there's certain experiences that we talk about that almost feel generic like oh uh you know how you guys you you women do that i'm like ah oh, this is this is a generic like most of the things that i talk about are things that have not most in some shape or form they've happened to me either me or to my family and i've been told the story or i was involved some so when it comes from that place of this thing happened when the story is that solid right the results are almost guaranteed right so now the struggle the responsibility comes to okay how can i make the story mean more than it actually is so you find like that smooch that ice cream story happened to me in 2018 right and i've told that story before but now in the context of this show now it meant more because the implication now it's linked to a story about my ancestors it's a story yeah. you know what was important with the prodigal son is trying to ask myself okay in the past two years what have i learned who have i become that's where the name prodigal son this is a story about coming back home there are questions to me about you know religion about my place as a son as a father finding my footing where am i these are my insecurities you know that story about my family consulting a prophet that actually happened 
that actually, but it was a story, it was now, okay, how can I make this story mean more? Because it can't just be a story. I can't just be standing on stage clowning my family for your guys' laughter. That would be cruel. Yeah. You know, if 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 that story had just ended up, it just ended up being a ridiculous story about us. I, I don't know what my relationship with my father would be, but he appreciates the fact that he's being used in an analogy about Zanopia fuck ups. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I can let this one go. <laughs> you know, you know, so it's, it's it's things like that. I I I and with my stand-up, I always try to let the ideas go wherever they go. And pegole pe- like right now, I have you know, I, I would just be writing like, okay, this is okay. Whenever it happens, I, I don't know what the year will bring, but at some point these things will just fully form, okay, this is where we are going. This is, and then it ends up being something like conspiracy theories. It ends up being something like prodigal son. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much for for it's 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 very flattering to be in that conversation because I really look up to to everyone that you that you've mentioned that I hope to one day be in a position to you know be in the same room with those guys. You will, which is why I Thank have you. on the podcast now because I realized that <laughs> today's, yesterday's prize is not today's prize. Yes, <laughs> no. So I but said, you guys will always be family, so. Ah, <laughs> you know those ones where you're like, um, and aside, I, I, no, I won't mention the person's name. Um, yeah. Let me just say my fave. I think you'll get who I'm saying. So I was trying to. Yeah to have them on the podcast this is yeah, a while yeah. back so i hit yeah. them up hey yeah. i was like oh hey 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 yeah. hey hey like, oh yeah. yeah you know what um but you know what speak to so and so you know they have yeah, a yeah. diary <laughs> and then it took me another few months <laughs> to, wow. but, you, but you know what so i was like i have to get you um okay but i just want to go back to to the writing process, right? Yeah. I saw uh, that your wife put up a yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. behind the scenes, like where you had yeah. all these sheets of paper and you yeah. were writing. So what's your method? Like, do you, I mean, look like you were physically writing. Um, yeah. Do you physically write, then you type out, then you put on your phone? Like what's the writing process? And also I just, I'm interested in the length of time it took from first draft to when you kind of felt like, okay, this is it. So the reason why I write jokes so that I remember the form that they are funny in. Mm. So, so when I'm writing it down, it's not so much that I'm writing down the jokes, is that I'm writing it for memory. So like right now I will have like something will happen and then from the premise sentences will just and the problem with me is that I get overexcited when something is funny. And if I don't write it down, it ends up shifting because I end up finding a new punchline. So when I write it down, it's to tell myself like, okay, move on. We've gleaned all we can from this. Let's put it down. This is, the, this is, this is how this joke exists. Let's move on. And the reason why I write down, I don't know where I am now right? Because I, I used to write down on paper because it felt real to write it down. Then I would 
with conspiracy theories, all of it was written down on paper. And then with this one, I wrote it down on paper. Then I typed it into my computer. And then when I was typing, I was like, yo, this is so much better. Because the thing with typing it now is that if I change and thought I can just backspace and whatever, the thing with, with pen and paper is that it looks messy. And then um, with it just looks neat. So I probably, and it's the, the, there's a danger with losing paper once you, but it's it felt very old school, just writing it down on paper and whatever. But it probably exists as a mixture of both, maybe just thoughts that I have written down, scribbled wherever, then put down on, because I like the concept of having like just a script from the top down. But most of these jokes were written at different points. So the thoughts about my son, like, oh, that came at a different time the thing with 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 my wife the where the writing mostly comes it's how to make this a seamless story how do we where where where, where how do we link because all, all everything existed individually so the stuff about that stuff that thing about three big blessings they were not three big blessings they were just things that happened to me i was like oh this this makes sense as you know because that's what I actually realized. It's it. You don't initially when I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, this is where. So everything ends up going where it's meant to go. The bit about the bit about and I wrote that about after the Blawai show. Um, the bit about Nick Mangwana was freestyled on stage. Uh, the bit about the first thing that I probably wrote was the bit about. Uh, the royal family that happened as soon as I go to England. I was like, man, <laughs> this is ridiculous. So uh, the thing about the whole royal family, Megan, that that was probably the first thing. And you know, the whole ancestors electricity, because that that actually happened. Electricity actually went. I was like, what the? That is <laughs> so it's 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 those kind of things. It was just now a matter of course. I enjoy. I don't like. I don't like when people say like, oh, I'm about to do milk jokes now. Oh, I'm, I'm doing Zana PF jokes now. Or they kind of like announce whether I just want to hear the joke and almost be caught unawares and almost, oh, okay, well, this is Zana PF now. Oh, oh, okay. This is, I want it to be a proper journey where if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you're still having fun because this feels like a well thought out show. I wanted to feel like, and I've always enjoyed comedy that makes you feel smart at the end of the day. Yeah. Where you like, where you look at the person sitting next to you and you're like, you're not funny, you're not laughing because you're not smart. You know? <laughs> <laughs> In an arrogant way, that's how I've always, because like when I watch some of these people, I'm like, oh, I got that because I'm also intelligent. So it's, <laughs> I've always tried to replicate that where it's, you know, there's different layers and some of, some of the some of the things that make me really laugh are things that because of the way the show is written only i could possibly get like i'm realizing now like there's there's something that uh, it, it wasn't even intentional uh-huh but i and i i wish there's two things that i wish i had done with prodigal son that i had been conscious of 
but they were accidental. The first thing is the whole how far thing. Uh-huh, yeah. That went out of it. Like, it wasn't supposed, like, the way it kept popping up, that was intentional. Really? That was, <laughs> yeah, like, it was just supposed to be a one-sort of joke about, uh, about that whole how far thing. But, you know, if I had been conscious of it, it would have been dope. But the other thing is, if you realize the show is almost like a, it's, it's a story about growth, personal growth or personal changes, uh, personal changes on a fundamental level, right? Because I start the show by saying uh, the whole how we speak thing, the whole how far the whole music, what hip hop means to me. Double right? seven. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. That's that's how I say it. And that's how I speak, right? But if you notice the there is a juxtaposition with the David Chifunyese joke and the Tanto Wave joke, where I say David Chifunyese always said, you know, to punctuate sentence. If you go watch it again. Even before I start that sentence, until the middle of the show, I'm punctuating every sentence by saying, you know. Ah. Every and, sentence. And did you mean to do that or? So it wasn't a conscious thing, right? That I did, but it's now speaking to that thing where when I was writing the show, these are things that I was writing into the show, but I failed to explain it I failed to explain it adequately because I wasn't actively conscious of it to say, this is, this is the extent of how I've changed. Do you get it? Like I'm coming from when that didn't apply to me then, but because of my life experiences now, I'm part of those people that punctuate these sentences by saying, you know, because, because of all the things that have kind of happened to me, but at the same time, it still hasn't changed who I am. So it's almost like a thing where from the outside looking in, you think these things dictate who people who speak like this are meant to be these people. But here you are speaking that same way, but you're still this person, you know? So it's, it's, it's things like that where you're like, I was pleasantly surprised when I realized when we were editing, I was like, oh, Steph, this is how, I wonder who else is picking up who else is picking up on this? Yeah. Um, and, you know, one of the, so like I said, I was watching for the second time with my aunt. <laughs> yeah. And literally we were having, so that your DSTV joke, I yeah, felt yeah. it on a <laughs> personal, personal yeah. level. Because yeah. I was one of those people, because I, um, I was raised by my grandparents and we lived yeah, in the yeah. plot. And yeah. by the time I was like, DSTV was becoming a thing, um, yeah. all the young adults had flew the nest. So it was literally yeah. me and my grandparents. They didn't care yeah. as long as they had ZBC or like my grandfather would listen to BBC World Service on the radio. Yeah. DSTV, what? An extra bill. <laughs> so, yeah, no. I, and I would always be like, I want DSTV. But yeah. like you, yeah. anytime I go to my cousin's place, generation, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. sit in front of that thing. Yeah, passions. <laughs> <laughs> and what 
even the adverts it like so literally yeah. when you were saying it yeah. i was like this is my life and then when you go to yeah. school and then people are talking about it and then they talk about oh remember when this and you're like yes yes yes, yes. Like, exactly, exactly. I love it. and funny enough so it, it caused a, bond, a bonding moment with my aunt because she had a similar experience where mm. uh, for some time because of the school that she was going to um because she she went to convent in 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 Lai. so she lived with her grandmother right yeah. um because it was sort of nearer to, it was easier to do and then she would yeah. go to her parents my grandparents weekends yeah. so right. her gogo didn't yeah. have tv right oh but then so coming to you was yeah, the come up. so coming to her parents my grandparents yeah. was the, like the tv so she's like she would yeah. watch everything santa barbara everything yeah, yeah. So by the time she went back to school because she was going to like she, a school with like white people and everything yeah, yeah, like, yeah. then she would talk about oh cruz did this or whatever <laughs> so we had like that bonding moment where i was yeah, like yeah. mine was dstv and hers was just simply having a tv so i thought TV, that was yeah fantastic and i wanted oh, to ask you about the the bearer's check joke how was yeah. that moment when people just started singing along oh, it's 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 goosebumps like you 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 so let me let me tell you a secret right let me tell you a secret the only way the dstv joke was going to happen is if people sang along to the bearer check song that was the only way. That was the basis of the 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 DSTV job. If there was no other way it would have happened, it was only going to happen if people had sang. If they hadn't sang, because it was meant to create a moment where there is people who sing and people who don't because they don't get it. So when when I was thinking of when I was thinking of because the DSTV joke happened in Blois, uh, it happened in Blawayo on the 22nd of 22nd of December, which was Unity Day. So when I entered the show, I was singing, let's preach, you need, you need. So I had written it into, it, the DSTV joke was a response to that because I knew people were going to sing back. But now it was the 24th, I couldn't do let's preach, you need. So I was like, you know what? When we get to this point, this Nick Mangwana point, what comes first? When we get to the Nick Mangwana point, I'm going to, whatever I say is going to lead me to saying, to sing that Beira Czech song. And depending on the reaction, it was a beautiful moment because you always, you know, it, 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 I, I don't know if you know this, but every comedian is almost envious of musicians, right? Mm -hmm. Because with musicians, man, it's that feeling of having people sing back your music to it. It will never happen with jokes, right? It will never happen with jokes. And the thing with music is now they have a cheat code where these people can perform the same song at 20 different festivals. With you, you have to kind of fine tune it depending on which audience you're doing it for, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So to have those little moments where the audience is kind of singing back to me, it's kind of like, oh, it's it's nice. It's it feels good, and it feels it's an incredible feeling also because means people are paying attention. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it, it it means people are paying attention. They are with you, and 
they understand what is happening. So it, it really was it really was a good moment in the show. No, no, I, I enjoyed it. And then <laughs> the, the the I mean you talked about it where you talked about your three struggling with your faith and then yeah. sort of like trying to rectify it with the three yeah. blessings. I mean I thought that was so beautiful. So we had yeah. that and then the ancestors yeah. bit. And then when you talked about the fuel shortages, <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I was just like, how genius is yeah. that? Um, yeah. And then you linked it with then talking about, I like the fact that you weaved in, you know, like Europe, UK politics. And the point that you said about the Dominic coming three hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, it, and it think, was very confusing. To me. That was my entrance to British politics. I still remember that weekend. I was very confused. <laughs> No, British politics is is, is 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 something else, and you know, um, my my aunt said this when when you were saying how, you know, with African politicians, they'll literally the corruption is just they don't cover it. It's no, just they, there, and then yeah. we were reflecting and we we're like, well, it's it's kind of like with with UK where the politicians are like. I'm not sure if it's a party. I'm going to wait for someone to tell me if it was a party. <laughs> Where is it? It's not be like, yeah, it was a party. <laughs> so they will tweet the pictures themselves. <laughs> like we had a party. Where you guys were? You guys were home. Ah, shame. <laughs> we were at a party. It's it's it's, it's ridiculous. It's very it's it's very ridiculous. But yeah, it's it's it was a joy. Days. I, I can't quite remember a more beautiful moment than performing. I'm very grateful to, to Blauwaya though, because I don't think the show would have been the way that it ended up being without the show in Blauwaya. And I've always, you know, for different reasons, for different and so many reasons, Blauwaya is a very special city to me because my wife comes from, 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 from the city. So, and you feel that's 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 what some of my people they have like that's the nickname yeah but but creatively it's special to me because i still remember i have a friend i have a friend of mine before my first show in in the city back in 2018 who saw a poster and said I see that you are going to perform in in in, in Blauayo. I, I wonder, like, what 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 are you going to what are you going to perform? Like, this person is not in Zim; they haven't been in Zim; they had never seen me perform live. So, their impression of my comedy was based on the few clips that I've seen. And I asked them what they meant. They're like, "Oh, it just seems to me like your comedy is more Harare comedy." And it really gave me thought. Like, I was like, man, I don't know whether to be offended. So when I went to the city, I was cognizant of that, right? Mm. I think subconsciously it even made me move things around. I was very conscious of, I was very conscious of that. And I went and performed. I still remember how the city embraced me. I will never forget that performance. Like people were, there was a lady in the front who was almost falling out of their chair. You know, you have those moments where you're like, am I this funny? Like <laughs> the, the, the whole room was erupting. It was such a beautiful sight. It was, 
it was, I felt validated as a comedian because now I knew that in my mind, prior even to this, I was like, man, I don't think I do a jokes because I think being funny is, you should be universally funny. I think the jokes, I didn't write any Blauer specific jokes to go there. I just carried because I believed the stuff was, and I was, you know, I got that validation. So, and then I went back again. I think that year I performed three times and it was the same result every single time. And I remember, I remember one of the guys from the city was like, man, we don't even get this kind of reaction here. But it was, <laughs> it was, it was, so I've always had that special relationship where even when I was preparing for conspiracy theories, I went and, you know, did a show there, but it wasn't a proper show. So with this one, I was like, yo, my people, you deserve a proper show. Let's, let's do this. It gave me an opportunity to see the show from the back end, you know, right. to be like, okay, uh, we've, we've, we've done the show, which is what comedy, like, which is what you should do anyway. You're supposed to go on tour, perform as many different places as possible, but we didn't have that kind of luxury. We didn't have that kind of time. It was yeah. in the middle of pandemic. So, but the response, like these people would have laughed even, they gave me that, you know, it was, it was incredible. So the show on the 24th, 20 was so much better because of that. There's so many, there's nothing that I removed, but there's so many things that I edited and moved around to be like, okay, this feels incomplete. This feels, okay, let's, okay, let's, all right, the show is done. Let's, let's, let's take it to you. And I'll forever be grateful to them for, 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 for giving me that opportunity. Yeah. Always. No, and, and I like the fact that I think you had uh, um, ja, Jaha. Jaha Le Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. As, 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 as your opening act. And I think you had yeah. like a few musicians. And I just wanted to ask, what, what role does music play Ooh, just yeah. in your art? Because it, it really comes across um, the way you champion you know, some of these acts and like, for example, when I hear that double zero, so I'm like, I just think of you because I think like, yeah, what role does it play? A huge role. If I wasn't a comedian, I'll probably be a, a struggling artist. You know, I'll probably be trying to do something music wise. I am grateful I figured out what I'm good at. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful for that, but I've always been a fan of music. Mm. I've like that's my earliest and some of my fondest memories are from, you know, are accompanied by music from urban grooves to hip hop. Obviously, because of where I grew up, you know, I wasn't, I was mostly exposed to local music, you know, the radio three from radio three, three FM to Pi FM, you know, I could decide. You know, when I was in high school, people knew to come to me to get the correct lyrics of <laughs> songs. Like I was, I was that encyclopedia. Like, no, 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 that's not what he says. He says A, B, C, D. You know, I, I knew every song that needed to be known. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a fan of music. So now being able to do this now it's kind of trippy because now I come across the people that I grew up looking up to 
and this is like, yo, man, I enjoy your stuff. I'm like, what? It, it, <laughs> I don't blush very often, but in those moments, I promise you, I remember bumping into Trevor Dongo at Simfest, mm. and I know Trevor Dongo, but he sees me, he's like, Madorofia. I'm like, what? You know, so it's, 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 it's things like that. Like I've met, I've met at different points, you know, your, your, your people that I used to still do look up to, you know, your Tech Fires, your Leonard Mofumos, you know, all these people that were incredible in shaping a young me. So now to be in a position where I'm like, okay, um, if I can in whatever little way, these are the people that I enjoy now, genuinely enjoy. I love me, Tanto Wavy, Boats, JT, you know, your Sokomatemais, your, you know, Pro Beats, mm -hmm. you know. In fact, crazy thing, I don't know if people realize I've never done a show without Pro Beats. Ah. Like, from conspiracy to like, my relationship with pro predates like from from the first madurofia social that's how much of a fan i am of that guy so it's that thing of our relationship is so intricate now where it's more like family right yeah. where if you come to a show that i'm doing especially these ones that are meant to be televised you're going to find probe even if you don't see him on the poster he's going to be there somewhere yeah you know so it's 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 those things where i'm like in whatever little way that i can in a way because i'm still trying to do my own stuff like in a very selfish way i'm still trying to promote me but there's nothing wrong with trying to drag one or two people along because you never know you know yeah. you never know you never know what 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 and i would hope could you you know, they do that for somebody else. And I've seen them do, you know, incredible things for. So it's it's like just trying to create that chain reaction. I grew up, you know, the, 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 in a space where you really have to go out of your way to be unkind and selfish. You know, if you grow up in an area, you know, Majurao, like, <laughs> where people are literally shouting at each other over and, and sharing everything they can. You really have to go out of your way to be stingy because yeah. where are you getting that from? <laughs> so it's, it's just trying to share that love, um, trying to, you know, make each other shine brighter, you know, try to help wherever I can. But most of it is really just selfish. It's like, you guys need to hear what I'm hearing. Because I mean, like, you you hear double zero seven you're like how is this not a national song yeah. <laughs> yeah like how how is this not a national song so that's that that's really yeah yeah no 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 i i i love that kind of reminds me of like if you look at dave Chappelle's crew yeah he's always yeah. kind of both the same people donnell rollins yeah. um exactly. Paul Mooney when he was alive even though yeah, Jeff Ross. Home, yeah. Exactly. like it, and it, it's kind of just bringing, and I'm sure he kind of looks at them and he's like, Donnell, you're so funny. Because to me, Donnell Rawlings is funny. I don't know if you've ever checked out his stuff. Um, but what, what do you mean that? What do you mean? <laughs> I, I am, I am, I am a. So if there is something that I know in life, yeah, it's it's Dave Chappelle. 
Like I am a ridiculous Dave Chappelle fan. And by that, I mean, the first time that I saw Bill Bear mm-hmm. was in the Chappelle show. Ah. So people don't even realize, people will go back now and be like, oh snap, that's, if you watch that racial draft skit, that's Bill Bear. If you watch those uh, Dice Championship, he's there in the, if, most of the guys that I know from hip hop, I saw them first in the, in the Chappelle show. So okay. you're from, 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 from your, you know, uh, Charlie Murphy, Donnell Rawlings as Ashley Larry from like uh, Paul Mooney as Nostradamus, yeah. you know, uh, 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 from even, 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 what was I going to say? There's, there's, there's quite a few names that, that, that you're like, oh, snap. Janelle? Wasn't Janelle part of it? Yeah. So it's, it's but from, from that, even I, Chappelle show comes after, you know, killing, killing them softly after I came, uh, you know, because I enjoyed killing them softly for what it's worth. Mm. And then came the Chappelle show. So the, that time when he was off, I was I was starving. I've watched almost every Dave Chappelle interview that is available on YouTube. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as it's available, I'm watching it. I follow the guy. Let me tell you. I follow the guy that is Dave Chappelle's official photographer. Oh, I mean, that's standard for any fan. <laughs> so, so, so that's where I, I know, like, okay. Dave will post this later, but I've seen it. I've, I've seen it. I've seen. Okay, this is where this is where Dave is going. You know. So even now, to your 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 micro shares, you know, it's 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 incredible. And when when you make to a great extent, I've always tried to replicate the good things that I see in Dave in Dave Chappelle doing. So like, okay, how can I? Because it's. Being a fan now, it doesn't necessarily mean like we are agreeing on everything that you're doing. There's yeah. some things that I'd be like, hey, my God, here is, is yeah, 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 this. But, you know, I, I, I like to believe that he has had more moments in the light than in the dark, mm-hmm. as is, you know, as all humans should strive to be. Mm-hmm. We all have our dark moments or our failings some failings are more public than others i've been fortunate enough like when i fail it's me and my wife she knows my wife will see people who are saying oh kandor is incredible and that day particularly maybe she's not feeling me because i've said something stupid and she's like if only people knew so you know <laughs> things like that but we've had you know they are in the public sector so it's it's it's, it's things like that where the music i see what is done with these guys it's just trying to replicate that that same formula. Which if we come up, we all come up. Kevin Hart has also done the same. Mm, you know, yeah. his guys, his guys are. But I, I also want you to see that it also comes from a place of selfishness, where you're like, I want you guys to do well so that you don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because. If you are the only person successful in a crew of eight people, like yeah. what's going to happen when misery befalls these people? They're going to come to you because <laughs> you're the guy with the Netflix deal. But if these people have individual Netflix slash HBO slash Comedy Central deals, they will figure their own situations out. Yeah. 
yeah so yeah. It's, it's 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 that kind of thinking where you're like man let let's place each other in positions where we all do well exactly and i like the fact that you've talked about crews because it leads me um mm-hmm. to talking about who i want to talk about trevor noah yeah. so yeah yeah i'm i'm a fan of his soft friend crew i don't know if you know like his friends with this guy yeah, called yeah, yeah. Dang, uh, um and season and um Colista. like yeah. i have been <laughs> so i have been following those guys uh for years and literally like yeah. every year they'll make yeah, yeah, yeah. america they'll do this and i'm like yeah. oh my they probably like speak maybe a few times i'm making assumptions i don't know yeah. they probably yeah. speak a few times a year and then they come together i'm like in my mind yeah. i feel like i should be friends with them and I, I don't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we all do we all do i feel like we i should do. be friends with them um but obviously i'm then i'm sure they've supported each other in in, in in various but i just like that they're all doing well in what they yeah. do so i want to talk about trevor noah because i am a big trevor noah fan right yeah. um and obviously trevor noah is probably one of the no. few africans that i know that literally yeah. have They've gone clear, as the 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 the, the young Fritz would say. Like he's yeah. eight star yeah. at this point. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm correct, right? He's eight star, right? He's he's, he's hosted yeah. the Oscars. There's there's you don't go more eight star than that. Like you don't yeah. go more A list than that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like like Trevor Noah, but I was, you know, a fan of his comedy. I remember when he was sort of starting out. There's a time when he used to come to the UK and I would go to these small clubs where Trevor yeah. Noah was performing. And I just always loved that, you know, he, was, he would talk about Southern Africa and, and yeah. everyone that I knew, I'd be like, watch this guy, watch this yeah, guy. Yeah. And like you, I like mm. the fact that for the most part, the comedy is clean. Like it's yeah. like I was saying, like, you know, I was watching your comedy with my, my aunt. Like yeah. sometimes you stand up. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm not yeah. sure if I can watch this with the yeah, family. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, I've always liked that about Trevor Noah as well. Yeah. Um, and obviously, fast forward to now he's the host of The Daily Show. And I mean, what big shoes to fill. Like, with yeah. John Stewart, yeah. you know, him, 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 him coming on there. And, you know, it shows his intellectual muscle and everything. Yes. But I... And, I used to see some things on social media. I don't see it as much, but where yeah. the sentiment used to be, and particularly maybe from Southern Africans, right? It's yeah. like, oh, I used to like Trevor's old stuff. Yeah. I don't really like his, because obviously like a lot of the, the newer, com- I haven't seen the latest one, but mm. it was obviously, you know, he's been in America for a while and it was, yeah. you know, to a to a more international audience, you can't really talk about Zuma when only like six percent of the world knows who you're talking about or yeah. whatever. But uh, so I kind of saw the single sentiment. It's kind of like, oh, I used to be a fan of the old stuff. I'm not really a fan of, and it's really coming from us. When I say us, Southern Africans, sort of like his 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 home base. There is a lot of celebrating him, but I do see that like, oh. I miss the old Trevor. Oh, uh, Trevor sounds different. His accent. Oh, you know, like that that sort of stuff. And it just kind of made me think about as a people, 
Mm. How do we allow someone to go clear, to go A-list, be global, celebrate them, and accept that they've evolved from the content that drew us in? Mm. Um, I mean, how 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 do we do that? And is it something that you sometimes think about even with your work in terms of I always have to, you know, this is my base crowd, mm. you know, because I feel like those people who critique him aren't allowing him to evolve. And I think there's a separate conversation around talent pool and how talent is nurtured in, in Africa. Obviously, South Africa is much more developed than Zim, for example, right? But if Trevor Noah is, if his content has changed, that's fine. It means that there should now be room for other people to take up the space that he was taking, to give that political critique, that political comedy. But I just, I thought you were the best person to have the conversation with, um, you know, seeing as you are a comedian as well. So yeah, just, just your open thoughts on the Trevor Noah story. I, I honestly think I'm the best person to ask also because I'm a huge Trevor Noah fan. Mm-hmm. So Trevor Noah and Dave are the two people that I've tried to model more Trevor Noah than Dave, to be honest, because if you if you if you notice the stand-up propaganda is is really trying to is really trying to throw your head in a hypothetical ring. Just in case they ever thought this is my audition tape. <laughs> But it's 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 an interesting thing, right? And the short answer is really there's no way to do it. There's no there's no good way to do it, and it's not really an African problem. Even if you look at Kanye West, how many people say I miss the old Kanye? Mm. Uh, as an as an artist grows, they are going to. There's, there's no kind of way to say this, but as fans, we are always, we are entitled, right? There's people that there's people that I know that used to support me when it was just 150 coming. And then as soon as they started feeling like I had gone, you know, there's, you know, oh, Kandor, oh, there's a few messages that I didn't respond as quickly as they would have wanted. And then it, 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 there's always that on any level. Mm, mm. So much worse the Trevor Noah, there's the Trevor Noah level. Where you ask me whether it's something that I think about, I do think about it, but I also don't think about it. What I mean by that is when, when I realized that comedy was the thing that I was good at, I started thinking about the best way to go about it. And the best way to go about it for me was to go back to Zim. Because I was, I figured this out when I was at Rob. I was like, yo, let me go do this at home because I want to grow with my people. Because that's what I felt Trevor had done. Uh, I said, I want to grow with my people. I want them to say, this is our guy comedy wise. 
And then from there, I can go elsewhere because whatever I encounter in the world, I want my people to say, yo, take care of our guy. This is our guy. We are sending. I want them to get, uh, it's still a work in progress. You know, sometimes we've won battles. That's the reason. That was the idea with conspiracy theories. That was the idea with prodigal son. To get to a point whereby nationally people say, yo, this is our guy. Bring your guy, we bring our guy. Because that's what Trevor did with Daywalker. Trevor became their guy. The reason why people saw Daywalker in Zimbabwe was because people were sneaking in DVDs off the Daywalker. We didn't know who Trevor Noah was, but people were like, the Zimbabweans in South Africa were being sent home on December, like, yo, take this, go show your people. You know, that's how he came and he became our guy. Then he started doing, you know, Africa. He started traveling, doing Zambia. You know, he did, uh, he did, there's a, there's a group down my stoop. There's, he did, uh, what is it called? You laugh, but it's true. Uh, you know, all these things to solidify himself now as the African guy, you know? Before that, Trevor did this, this show, Tonight with Trevor, no, I don't know if you ever saw it. Um, I can't remember what I saw first. It's probably the stand-up, but he did Tonight with Trevor Noah, which is basically like those late night shows um, interviewing South African celebrities. He said they stopped doing it because they ran out of celebrities. Uh, but, but it was, it was on, M, it was on Mnet. I remember it was a holiday show, but it was very dope. Uh, he used to do it with your Eugene Cousins. I don't know if you remember the skit with every dog is this day with Bonang and whatever. Yeah, I think, yeah, I remember that, that one. Yeah. That's where this, that's where the skit is from. So the skit was part of the broadcast where they were, they were, they were poking fun, but so that's, that's what I personally have tried to do. Try to use that track record to say, let me, let me grow with my people. But where it becomes tricky now is that it's something that you have to be conscious as an artist to say, these are the realities that you start feeling a disconnect to them. So the way that I've tried to get ahead of it And what I mean by that is not get to a point where people feel they own you. So you are theirs, they are your people, but on your terms. Like if you notice prodigal son, Prodigal Son, as much as it is a story about coming back, it's also a story about going back. So it's a story about coming back, but I'm not staying. Right? I'm not, I'm I'm back, but I'm not staying. Like if you if you see how the story is layered, it's a story about, oh, I went to the UK, this is what I found out, right? It's really a story, the whole thing, the whole thing. It's a story about me being in the UK, but the way it's structured, even my observations, my observations are tabled in a way that lets you know that I'm now an outsider. Right. 
subconsciously, because if I was to go back in Zim and I was to do another Zimbabwean comedian in Zimbabwe thing, that would be tricky because there's people that are finding about me through prodigal son, right? Mm -hmm. But there's people that found out about me through conspiracy theories. They stayed mm -hmm. through, right? They now know the journey, like, oh, this guy traveled, but these people don't know. Yeah. So, so, so if I was to do another, these are Zimbabwe jokes, these are, these are my realities in Zimbabwe, and then they go back and they find conspiracy theories, which is the same thing. They'll be like, oh, this is our person. But if you, if you find this person who's half on their way out, you're like, yeah, this is my person, but I know where he's going. Yeah. It's sort of like a conditioning where I'm letting you guys know that let's take this international. I still want your approval, very much so. But let's not personalize this thing. Mm. So that's why there's that intentionally so there's those things about Boris Johnson. There's those things about the royal family. There's those things about the few, they, those are some of the layers that I was trying to, they're very subtle, mm. right? But when you now, I, I would hope it's something that you can watch again. When you watch it again, you, you start to say, okay, all right, this guy is trying to almost Jedi mind us to say, I'm here and I empathize, but definitely not on the same level as somebody who's dealing with this on a day-to-day. On on day. But it's not meant to come off as a brag. Mm. You get it? It's meant yeah. to come off as a, as a, it's meant to come off as a, almost as a, I want your, I want your approval mm. to be doing these things. Because if you remember, if you remember uh, conspiracy theories, there's a joke in there about the first time I was on a plane. Uh -huh, uh -huh. The first joke in Prodigal Son is about my first time in business class. <laughs> yeah, I so, that. Yeah, so you you start to see you start to see these. They, some of them are not so subtle, but it's like I'm. Pre I there will be a time, hopefully, where I because of circumstances, whether I'm doing well, where that will be the only life that I'm. But I want you to be prepared, like this guy told us, mm. right? This guy yeah. told us. So it's it's not even like, oh, he's acting brand new. He made jokes about this and we laughed. So we gave him <laughs> our, 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 our permission to do these kind of things. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of like that's where, I don't know what the next special will be where the level of, but I was trying to do a 50-50 thing where it's like, it's a, it's a soft goodbye. The mm. next one that I'll do will probably be like a full-on goodbye. Like, okay, guys, let's let's take this to the world. Because mm. mm. I would I would still want a moment with my people where it's now possibly on a national level where I'm like, you know, we're getting together like, you know, three thousand people, mm. you know, in a room together. Let's 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 laugh. But in this moment, it's kind of like a send-off. So. It's, that's where it comes away. I don't know whether that's something that he thought about. Probably not because the success that he has, no one can, hypothetical or not, it wasn't, it, you can't visualize that. Yeah. Even he says the way that he got the Daily Show call was he, some random night in, in, in Dubai where he just gets the call. So you can't visualize like, oh, I'm going to go to America and be successful and be on the Daily Show. Yeah. 
So we have an opportunity now, I feel, to learn through him. Mm. But at the same time now, it's very unfair for us as fans to say, Trevor has been in the UK. I think on and off, even before The Daily Show, he had been in the UK for 10 years. UK and US, you know, he had been going back and forth close to 10 years. Now, since The Daily Show, it's been six, almost seven years now. Yeah. That man, like, they now call him, like when they refer to him on the news, they say South African born Trevor Noah. Because they say that for a reason. Because those realities are different. That's the level of success when they start telling you that you're South African born. Mm. This little inconvenience that we can't do anything about it. (laughs) (laughs) We can't do anything about it, but we would say, you know, African-American Trevor Noah, you know. It's it's, that level of success, you can't do anything about it. Mm. You are going to feel disconnected to this person, but He's still incredible. Mm. He's still an incredible talent. And the fact that he, he's gotten to where he is, right? Listen, man, maybe, maybe I'm, 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 I'm reaching here with, maybe this is a reverence thing, but the fact that Trevor Noah has gone seven years on The Daily Show and not once have we had, oh, Trevor Noah is doing drugs. Not once have we had about baby mamas or sleeping around, not once have we had, that's what we need to be focusing on. This man is shining a light in an extraordinary way Mm. on the African, like prior to Trevor Noah, it was inconceivable that somebody else other than an American, or if we round off any British person could host late night television. Now, based on how well he's he's done, mm-hmm. it's it's not inconceivable. Exactly, it has it has opened up the door to countless possibilities. Not necessarily of replacing American television hosts, but of starting late night television shows in Africa. Because you're like, yo, there's gotta be more Trevor Noah's. Mm-hmm. There's gotta be, you know, it's 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 things like that that we now need to be focusing on. Not oh, I can't. I can't relate to him. That's a given. And my own mother can't relate to me. Because we <laughs> have our we have our different realities. That's not even a success thing. Yeah. That's just a we don't live in the same house. Mm. You know, how many relatives of ours that are, you know, in Slobela or in Greenwood oh, I can't. We used to hang out as cousins, but I don't know him anymore. What more? Somebody <laughs> who can buy a house that costs 20 million. Come on, let's yeah. be real. Yeah. Somebody who hangs out with Beyonce and Jay-Z and is on a first-name basis with Prince Harry and Meghan and Oprah. Somebody who's been on the New York Times bestseller list number one. Yeah. People, people, we need to, I'm always a fan of honest conversation. Like, I don't participate in, 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 in most conversations on Twitter, because I'll look and be like, man, that's dishonest. That's like people who try to simplify Trevor's success or try to say, just for men, for, for somebody who watched this and as an outsider who might not understand late night television, to contextualize Trevor Noah's success, 
Piers Morgan, a white man, was fired on CNN. A British Caucasian was fired on CNN. What was it? Was it Piers Tonight or what funny name was it? It was fired on CNN. Because of dismal numbers, Trevor has been on Comedy Central for seven years straight. His contract was renewed for five more years. Uh-huh. They don't play on late night television. If you're not doing well, you are out of there. The same time that Trevor got his new show, they gave at least three people new shows. I think there was Full Frontal with Samantha B. There was Larry Wilmore's new show. There was Jordan Klepper's new show. None of those people have shows anymore. Yep. Some of them left Comedy Central, left The Daily Show, but they're back now. Yeah. So that's just to contextualize Trevor's success, how well he's done. The fact that those people have been willing to change the format and do ABC, the fact that there's not a week that passes with him without him being in the national political conversation, the fact that he's hosted the Grammys, the fact that he's like, come on, man, like it's not going to be two or three years before Trevor hosts the Oscars. Mm. Mm. The fact that he hasn't done it already is actually quite honestly a sham. You know, they're probably not doing it just out of the people that will protest to say like, oh, you guys are giving this, you know, you're propping him too much. But that's how successful that guy is. So it's a given that we are going to disconnect with him as fans. But as long as, as long as, as long as the comedy and just from a, a simple comedian, mm perspective comedy comes from your lived experiences trevor is not going to joke about siri ramaphosa's mishaps because he hasn't experienced siri ramaphosa he probably knows about them because he has friends that are south african but it would be dishonest dishonest for him to come and joke about that (laughs) yeah it's and and it's it's actually very dishonest for us to say i'm disconnected from trevor noah because Trevor is making the same jokes right now from the same context. I mean, socially, that Trevor Noah is making, that Dave Chappelle is making his jokes. Yeah, yeah. If we are laughing at Dave Chappelle jokes, are we, what do you, what what about Dave Chappelle are we relating to? (laughs) (laughs) What about Dave Chappelle? He's a black man from Ohio. Like, we've never known Dave Chappelle. Mm. we didn't know him but we laugh it is so let's be objective yeah if the stuff is funny let the conversation shift to oh i don't enjoy his stuff anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's a simple let's be honest I, oh I, I the stuff is not for me anymore i i i i, I don't objectively i don't think it's funny anymore i can hear that yeah i can hear that but to say i don't relate i can't oh, oh come on yeah well said, well said, well said. Because I've had this question in my mind, but I think you've articulated it and you've given me stuff to relate that mm-hmm. you have to be okay with disconnecting people yeah. and yeah. not always being like, oh, no, 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 I'm going to play sport. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I, I don't relate. <laughs> it's, a, it's a validation of you as a fan. It's a validation of us as a fan to get to a point where you don't relate to your favorite because they are successful. Because it means you have good choice mm. in arts. It means the stuff that you enjoyed 
when you enjoy it, it's like the people that enjoyed Ed Sheeran's first album. You yeah. should feel proud that Ed Sheeran sells out 80,000 seats because it means you saw that guy before people saw him. So it means you know good music. Exactly. It exactly. means you know good comedy. So that's where we really should look at it from like, oh, I saw this guy, like you were saying, you were watching Trevor Noah in comedy clubs. Mm. It means you know good comedy. You've always had an eye. So now let's go out in the world, find another Trevor Noah, give him the same level of love and support. Let's not withdraw our support because somebody's successful. That's yeah. bad, man. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. I, I, I completely, completely agree. And then talking yeah. about the whole sort of transitioning and um, wanting to go international, which you will. Yeah. I will yeah, say that like, I was so happy to see you hosting uh, Celestine Dooley's show yeah, in yeah. Leicester Square. Guys, Yo. you know what? Yo. how big a deal that Yo. is? It's, wow. I, I didn't realize how big of a deal it was until I got to, because I'd never been. And then really? I got there, I was, I'd never been. So Ooh. I get there, like, Okay, okay, we this is a, this is a different. We are a far cry from Tafara Mabukuna. <laughs> we, are, we are a long way. It really, it really, it has, it had the potential of overwhelming me, mm. but it was too cold. So I remained objective. You know, the wind blew in my face. I almost got overwhelmed, but the wind was like, wake up, you know. But it was, it was, it was an incredible moment. Just seeing like how that whole street. He set up the different theaters and uh, uh, restaurants. It's it's almost like it's like a miniature version of what I assume uh, Times Square to be in New York. So, so the, the, it, it doesn't have the crazy billboards, but it's almost like it's a very busy street, very artistic, very cool. I can't imagine what it's like in the summer, but that's when it hit me like yo this is a this is a pretty big deal this is a this is a pretty this is a pretty big deal so i'm I'm just glad it went well yeah how did that come about uh so celeste came to zim in 2019 2018 uh she did she did a show um she was she came as part of shoko festival i performed just before her um and afterwards she came to me she said man you are dope she just had crazy all these crazy things to say and she was very kind she took me out uh that night and she just kept on saying like man i've never like she said when you started speaking i was trying to prepare and then i i had to come take us like who the fuck is this guy because as comedians it's 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 actually a thing right like before you know you know terrible way you don't want the guy coming before you to do that well you want him to do well but you don't want him to do that well because it makes your job that much harder mentally but it just it just means you have because in a weird way comedians know how to measure laughs right like decibels if there's anything we know we know like okay that's that's a loud laugh like these people are really laughing Okay, this is a polite laugh. Okay, this is, this is. So she was, but the difference with her now is that she's an incredible human being. Other, other comedians would have 
seen that and be like, man, screw this little nigga. <laughs> but she 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 came and was so forthcoming with the praise. I was in awe of her when she was performing. I went into the audience to pay attention. She's an incredible performer. So for her to come out and be like, yo, man, let's get a picture. She followed me on Instagram. I followed her back. We exchanged numbers. So when I saw she had a show in the list, I just sent her messages like, yo, can I, can I, can I, can I open for you? And she's like, open, come watch the show, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, so she didn't know I was based here. So it ended up being this, just this, she was, she was, she's incredible. And she, she's always been kind. So hopefully, um, you know, that's how that came about. Hopefully that can help because at some point I would love to perform in South Africa mm. and Kenya and all these places. And are you performing in Dubai? I saw you, you, you say something about Dubai. Or is this top secret? Or, or, or so, am I in your close friends, Kandu? No, so, so, so it's, I, it took me, a, or I, I tweeted it, then I deleted it. Oh, because, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's okay. It's 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 a it's 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 a thought. It's a thought that I'm hoping can materialize into an actual bike. Yeah, the plan this year is just to be here, there, everywhere. I'd love to perform in Dubai. I'd love to do something in Germany. I'd love to do something in Denmark. Denmark is Netherlands, right? Hey, you're putting me on the spot. This is a lot of pressure. No, no, Nether Netherlands is Holland. It's Holland, yes. Yes. Netherlands Denmark is its own. Yeah. So yeah. I would love I would love to do something like just a quick mini European tour. I'd love to go check out the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. So 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 I, I I'm just trying to to be here, there, everywhere, try to do as much as I possibly can whatever happens happens whatever doesn't we'll try again next year but, but, but yeah. please please do a show in the uk oh that's that that's a given yeah that's a given that's a given uh we just need to figure out where and when but yeah that's a given yeah no just do, do it do a show in the uk but no i am do not i have enjoyed talking to you you're so passionate and you're so knowledgeable um and i always enjoy when i can proper get into politics <laughs> for yeah. an hour because yeah. <laughs> not a lot of people indulge me so so i'm no I'm, you are also knowledgeable as well so it's it's it's, it's it feels good talking to someone where you're like oh you were making me see things that i also was like oh okay that's I never thought about it that way. So it ends up being a very healthy conversation in, in, in that regard. So thank you as well. Yeah, no, no. And and seriously, um, I, I no, I didn't say this at the beginning, but uh, but I, I am serious in saying I was like, okay, let's get Kandora on the show because I know that if you try to reach out to Kandora in June, July. Yeah. This guy is, and, and, and on a serious note, I want to give you your flowers um, Thank you. Thank because you. I am such a fan. I'm, I'm a big believer in creating ecosystems, creating yeah. lanes um, yeah. and, you know, doing things, you know, I've always talked about, and I like the fact that you talked about your journey from, I guess, speaking as somebody who is in Zimbabwe 
and then yeah. not being in Zimbabwe and speaking as an observer. And I've always been a believer that those of us who are not physically at home yeah. have, have, have a right to have a view. We have a voice. Exactly. We have to speak out. So um, I love the fact that you're also embodying that in the, in the art that you're doing. And yeah. I, I, am I correct in saying this could be wrong? I don't know. I've, I've never seen a Zimbabwean stand-up comedian before you. Am, am I wrong? Oh, there are quite a few. It's just different success level. Yeah, but I, 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 I think you are probably... <laughs> no, no, okay, no, before you though. Like, I, I don't, I know, I think we've had actor comedians, but I, I, I don't think so that comedy was an art. No? Yeah, so, no, that's, they are. That's what I was responding to, it's just... Yeah, but I, I want... no, there are there are quite there are quite a few days, uh, you know. There's you know your Edgar Langbelts, your Kaujish Wanube, your Dobby Kellers, your Simba. Okay. Your, yeah. So so and then uh, this current crop is pretty incredible. You know, you have Tinaya, you have Louis the Prince. It's just Zim being Zim. Mm -hmm. the, there's different levels of resolute that you have to be in terms of like just following through with that dream yes i just come from a long line of people that are very stubborn mm. you know so when i decided to do this thing i decided to see it through and I, I i can't speak to anybody else's wavelength but i would say most of the opportunities that have come my way have come from that place where i've just been like man we are going to, to 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 see this through either i'm creating my own opportunity or i'm going to try and set myself in the conversation and only now am i realizing that man i wasn't even remotely close to being as aggressive as i need to be mm. there's still a lot of work that needs to be because do you know how crazy it is to be like we had the number one podcast for how many years? Four okay. years straight. Mm. I did, a, I sold out Reps Theater. Before that, I was, I was going viral on Magamba TV. But that's only led to me like, I haven't even barely scratched the surface in terms of the reach in Zim. You know, mm. there's still people that will come across political signs like, why haven't I seen this guy before? There's a guy who sent me a message on Facebook. He was like, man, you got to do more in terms of publicity. Mm. And do you know how mind-boggling that is? Because I'm like, I've been going crazy. But like that speaks to a level of you can't grow complacent, mm. right? Because yeah. you, you, you really haven't, you really haven't done. So it's, there's still more to so I get you when you say when you say oh there's no other because it's just good to you know our media uh, mm. mistakes aside aside we ourselves might think oh man I'm grinding but it's really nowhere near what we how hard we need to go so yeah we we learn every day just trying to be as aggressive grab the opportunities that we 
you've got to just try go on yeah no and and listen as as a creative you inspire me um on honestly like i think it's just been inspiring especially like just seeing because migrating to a different place is not easy yeah, and yeah. keeping the dream in a new place in a new yeah. environment is actually yeah. even double du- yeah, you know yeah. it's double hard but i i'm just so inspired because i'm like oh, i could be doing more <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> i'm like i could be doing more and 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 literally like when i saw that thing with with um like Leicester square when you're hosting i was like man this is it i was like yeah, this yeah. Is it um and no i honestly like i said i really want to give you your flowers because you. you know Thank you are i think you are one of and and like i said there's more work that we can all do yeah. um but 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 for me i think you're one of those people uh the the young people that are sort of you know steering the national conversation i mean catch and release come on kandoro <laughs> You know, people now just say that, yeah, you know, yeah. like catch and release, and it's yeah. like, but but that that's you, you know, you came up with that. You know, it's it's ridiculous. I do have I do have a few moments where I'll go through my hard drive and I'll be like, man, I'm, yeah, it's it's, I've I've had a few I've had a few moments where, uh, you know, in a weird way, I know I know that whatever I'm doing works. Like the other day, somebody left a comment on my YouTube. And said, "Ah man, I didn't enjoy this. I didn't. I didn't enjoy this as much as I did conspiracy theories. It felt like this was a ripoff of Kevin Hart and um, Kate Williams. Uh, and I was, I was like, well, I, 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 well, I reply almost every comment there. <laughs> I was like, man, that's a, that's a lie. That is that. I, I was like, why are you lying?" First of all, it's I, I said I said I actually told I was like man this is helpful on so many of the, so many levels because it's okay for you to tell me that you didn't enjoy this but for you to say this is the report I don't even watch Kevin and if I was to copy somebody it would be Dave Chappelle yeah. if I was to if I was to steal jobs yeah it would be Dave Chappelle I don't even watch Kate Williams I mean Kate uh, Kevin had to myself to have accidentally come across but humor me which which thing which bit sounded a lot like it was ripped off and it was like oh that ice cream story sounded or to be fair to the guy he said i'm sorry man he was i'm sorry man if i hurt your feelings i didn't realize i think again let me say this people need to stop this thing of commenting on people's youtubes because they think the uh, the person won't see the comment don't say outlandish things for the sake of being outlandish because we read those things and they are helpful so yeah. if you're going to leave a comment be objectively don't just be unkind yeah for the sake of being unkind oh like man that that land was like man to be fair to him it was like man um uh, i'm sorry i didn't mean to be to be helpful but that ingredient that ice cream story uh sounded i was like bro there is a picture of the day that happened on my instagram <laughs> this is not this is not a made up story yeah. this is there is a video of me telling this story on this very youtube in 2018 at pakare pire yeah. it 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 the only difference is that i made it linked to some ancestors well that's the only difference 
Well, do you know how outlandish or arrogant I would have to be to steal a joke from another comedian, as famous said, Kate Williams, and still have the gout to applaud that joke on YouTube? Because you, you can perform, like a stolen joke, you can perform it live, right? Because it's restricted to the people that are there. Yeah. But like to still include it as part of this body of work that's going on a public platform such as YouTube, that's a different level of arrogance. <laughs> That's a difficult, that's like saying, I don't care who sees this and I don't care. Like no one in their right mind would do that. So yeah. I just like, but then that's how I knew I was like, on the flip side, those are pretty dope comedians. If you're saying I'm, my jokes sound like they've been, oh, I'll take that. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. So it's, it's, it's those kind of identify, like just trying to see through you know, this forest of, because I mean, it's, it's it's cool to just dunk on things these days, but I've been fortunate enough to come across more kind people than unkind people. Yeah. So I'm very grateful for that. Oh, no, no. Please, please keep, keep doing what you're doing and- Can't stop. Anyone hasn't watched or listened to the podcast, son, please do. Uh, you have no excuse if you're avoiding the Patreon. It is now out. It's on YouTube. Please, please. You watch it. <laughs> so please, please, yeah. please make sure you watch it. And, you know, as always, McDorothea will be following. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait for propaganda. And yeah, yeah. In, in March, in March, in March. Oh, yeah. not, not too. No, no, no. It's very, we, we, we are actually like, I'm actually looking at a script right now. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I need to be close to my phone then. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, honestly, Kandoro, um, on like, I think we don't, we never sort of like celebrate each other enough and give each Thank other you. flowers. But, you know, I am a huge fan. Um, enjoy what you're doing. I'm seeing the growth. And Thank yeah, I just think you're just, you literally are raising the flag. And like what you were saying about, Trevor Noah and they walk away and like, oh, this is a South African thing. I feel like now I can send it to my friends. It's like, oh yeah, this is about the comedian. <laughs> ah, thank you. Thank so you. So I, I, I absolutely, so absolutely love it. Standing ovation for me. Um, and guys, again, please support. Let's, 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 and and you know, by supporting you or supporting all the artists that you support as well, and we're yeah. all, you know, rising together. So yeah. Yeah, I'd love to think that after watching Prodigal Son, I mean, even right from the start, you're like, there's two songs there that you're like, ooh, yeah. what is this? Let me let me add this to my playlist. I mean, easily you can Shazam them, just add them to your playlist. It's three songs in total. Please so go support the boys, Pro Beats, Tanto Wavy. You know, I would have loved to enjoy, to, to employ, like, I would have loved to include as much music as I, as I possibly could, but I'm already like mentally, you're, you're always as good as your last performance. Mm. So like once I tried to get ahead of everything just by like, as soon as, you know, the Celeste show went so well, the Celeste show went so well, you, you are almost tempted to get inside your head because there's people that would come to you like, man, you stole the show, man. Like you were, you, man, 
but you like i'm i try to be as objective as i as i possibly can and i try i'm my i'm 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 i am my biggest critic in terms of like and it i think it helps me keep a level head because if i was i didn't even record any of what happened to at celestial i didn't ask anyone to record i didn't want to record it because i knew that if i recorded the show that's what i'll be doing for the next month like oh watch what i did at the like man that happened right i know there's video of them i saw them recorded the recording it. i know there's video somewhere but i didn't even ask for it because objectively let's 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 try pegging as many moments like this as possible it's too early to start patching yourself on the back and saying you know uh and do you know what do you know do you know what uh, and also i felt like i didn't need any any video because do you know what celeste told me it's it's so difficult to 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 repeat some of the things that you're told because it's so difficult to i find it difficult to speak about myself in third person but the last time that i had seen celeste in was in 2018 and we'd just been talking she came to my dressing room on the day she's like man this can only be she was she was just she's a very kind person i cannot say that enough head whole demeanor her whole brand is kindness we're like man this can only be god us being here together it's incredible um and i honestly have been waiting for an opportunity to do this again with you ever since that time i saw you every guy every zimbabwean that's in south africa every time i performed them i bought them because i asked them about you and then she sat me down and she said bro you are literally which is crazy because this is before the show this is before the show happened i was so sure this show was going to suck because it's like man if you get flowers before the show what the only bad things can happen from the other ones she was like i feel like i feel like you're on that trevor noah path because when you go on stage you talk about the things that matter to us that matter to like the things that you were making me think and i've had people like it's not the first time that somebody has told me something like that like oh you you have a lot of there's a little bit of Dave Chappelle in you or there's a little bit of Trevor Noah but to be told this by somebody who is going to be on Netflix on Wednesday they have no business telling you this there is no reason for them to be kind it does nothing for them it's their show you are already here why would it you know I'm saying that to say I've been surrounded by a lot of kindness in my life. Most of the opportunities that have come to me have come to me out of a place where I can't even explain it. The things that are going to happen to me this year 
which I hope people will get to see. I can't even explain how they happened. I can't even explain how I got in that position. It doesn't even make sense. Like even the thing that you were saying, like being able to be in a position where you come to a foreign land and you're still doing the thing that you came here to do without doing any extra bits. I haven't had to look for a job at any point in the two years that I've been here in the middle of a pandemic. It's, there's been ups and down, but I've been fortunate enough to still pursue my passion because you know we all know how it goes the moment you start trying to balance the books. I've been in a position where people have been kind to me, so I really have no reason to not share this kindness. I really have no reason. If I have somebody who's currently on Netflix right now telling me that, oh man, you are dope, you are you can do this, you you can like let's let's me. Do you know I was telling there's thoughts that are there's a there's there's two jokes that I told Celeste in conversation. She's like, do that, do that. Like I just told her as a as a thought, like, oh like literally in conversation, I'm trying to make a laugh. Like she's like, do that, do that. I was like, Celeste, this is not even a joke. This is it's like, no, 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 figure it out, figure it out, do that. Like yeah. that's how, like, so I cannot extend the kindness to, you know, be it pro beats, be it whoever is doing dope stuff, be it girl in skies, be it, that's, that's, that's how I've always tried to look at my life. And I would love to think maybe that's where the kindness also comes from, where the universe is just trying to return the kindness to me. So, yeah. Yeah, because you are walking your path. Thank you are you. not a prodigal son. <laughs> you are walking your path. And yeah. I think it's, it's testament to that, that, that when you start doing what you're supposed to be doing, things yeah. come together because there, there are people whose destinies are attached. Hey, can you hear me preaching? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you preaching. No, Kanoro, thank you so much. It's been oh, such a pleasure. You. Um, I, 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 I hope it's been enjoyable for you and it was important for me to kind of document this conversation so that people yeah. can come and you know they hear the process they hear yeah. the sort of you know in addition to the behind the scenes footage that you guys will be showing out yeah. um, but yeah just really important to sort of have that then people can you know two years down the line when you know yeah. Pandora yeah. is doing big things they're like ah okay this was yeah. what I this interview. So, yeah. no, thank, thank yeah. you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm just looking at my, I was very conscious of the board that we had to rub. Yeah, <laughs> it's been, it's been what? Hey, almost three hours. Yeah, definitely somebody would have been able to make out what was behind. <laughs> what was behind? Yeah, <laughs> by now they would have pierced the dots of, <laughs> of, of, of what's, what's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like you said, it's it's, it's been a while. Uh, so, Pandora, again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, guys. Check out the Prodigal Son, and yeah, no, we're giving you your flowers, Pandora. Thank you so much. Thank you for this brilliant conversation. I appreciate you, Nat. No, no, you are so so welcome. So, guys, uh, like I said, we've been Gellin's Guys podcast. Check us out. Uh, we're Gellin's Guys all on social media. 
and yeah i've been nat uh god is away she'll be back soon um but yeah no thank you guys thank you guys bye uh.